Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of... Whatever In today's episode, we've got some stories to talk about. In case you aren't subscribed, you definitely should do so. Subscribe down there, hit the bell to get all notifications. That way you'll always be notified and get the forever news. I got all the scoop. Definitely subscribe, hit that bell, and enjoy. Okay, people, so for starters, we got an update on the unfortunate end of the Deadpool manga. We got an English release date, Western release date for the Demon Slayer Hinokami Chronicles game, which thankfully so, because, yeah, I was a little bit worried just for a second there. We got a Universal Studios Demon Slayer whole event that's going down. We're going to talk about a more newer series in Weekly Shonen Jump that I believe has lasted a year at this point. Magu-chan getting a popularity poll. We'll talk about that one. My Hero Academia uh, update on the manga. We also got a big story regarding Kaiju number 8. It will be changing its release schedule. Unfortunately, meaning less chapters a month, but we'll get into that. A big update on the Vic Mignana, aka the former voice, now former voice of Broly an update from him he recently was in a live stream and he talked about a few things and uh yeah it was kind of sad to be honest with you to hear so we'll get into it a little bit of it we got a very very interesting thing regarding Shonen Jump doing a reality show I am very very excited to talk about that but I'm not gonna lie we'll get into it as well as a Shonen Jump million tag manga award which I want to say is related to this reality show we got some of the recent sales for Oricon and uh yeah Jujutsu Kaisen continuing to tear it up we'll talk about that one very very strange stuff going on with phantom seer y'all know that was a manga that got the axe and shonen jump a couple months back well there's something there we're gonna talk because apparently new phantom seer at least a little bit uh is coming to shonen jump plus finally after it feels like forever we got a few pieces of black clover news for starters we got a big update on black clover and what it's doing the monumental stuff over on crunchyroll we got a new volume cover that looks sick as hell i wanted to cover and a pretty cool update and something that you might be of interest even in the west regarding the black clover anime director and you might have an opportunity to say something to him get a question off we'll we'll talk about that and we got a small story regarding me and roboco the comedy manga and shonen jump but it's actually hilarious because it's involving jujutsu kaisen so we're going to talk about that one yeah people those are the stories we have for today's episode without further ado let's jump into another exciting episode of whatever The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. No matter how you Okay, people, for starters, let's talk. This was announced, I want to say, a few days ago, maybe to a week at this point now, regarding the Deadpool Samurai manga. Apparently, it is coming to an end, according to this. It says, Deadpool Samurai by Sanshiro Kasama and Hikaru Uesugi has now, and for real, because apparently there was like a false alarm, ended in Shonen Jump Plus's app 
final volume two of the series will be out on July 2nd. That's a real bummer because I've heard some pretty cool and interesting things about it and it had like My Hero Academia cameos. Like it, it was really, really dope sounding. So it's a shame to hear that it already ended, but I probably more than likely will be picking up those volumes when they come over here to America because yeah, I heard nothing but good things and it's Deadpool and manga and it's interesting and a refreshing take at that to see like, well, what would the Japanese artists and storytellers over there do with an American property? That's something I would love to see come to fruition and it's been out for a bit. So yeah, I'm going to be picking up those volumes when they come over here to the West because I believe they've been confirmed already anyway. So yeah, looking forward to it. But it is a bummer because it would have been nice for this to be a nice little lengthy thing to see how it goes. But maybe this is a tester. Maybe they're going to start more and more moving forward with trying to do different things. I mean, they've been having like Japanese studios animating and anime style like X-Men stuff and things like that for a while. But this sounded like it was actually coming out to be pretty good. So yeah, I'm looking forward to checking it out. But it is over. Next up, finally, we have an official release date for the Demon Slayer Hinokami Chronicles game in the West. Yeah, I know we recently reported that on the 14th of October, it was coming over there to Japan, and they announced that it was coming to English-speaking countries in Asia, but they didn't really say much about the West. Well, here it says, Demon Slayer, the Hinokami Chronicles game heads West on October 15th. Sega of America, Sega, wow, of America announced on Thursday that it will launch the Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Hinokami Chronicles video game in North America and Europe for PS5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X, S, Xbox One, and PC via Steam on October 15th. So basically the day after Japan, the company streamed a story trailer. We already seen that, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm just a little bit wondering why did they decide to go with Sega for over here? Just because from everything I've heard, it sounded like Sega was holding the rights to Bleach as a property not hostage but basically like that was one of the reasons why we didn't get more bleach because sega was holding the rights to any bleach games over here in the west and i thought that there was some conflict to be honest with you with sega now granted i know bleach brave souls and i'm not sure i don't think sega has anything to do with that they might have the overall license to bleach games in the west but i don't know about mobile because if i'm not mistaken that's actually done by k-lab studios so yeah i'm not sure how that worked in particular for the mobile game but yeah i've always heard like rumors that sega had bleach and there was a problem that's why we didn't get bleach games so them allowing Sega to get the right to Demon Slayer, it's kind of odd. Maybe those rumors were false, I guess. Or maybe Sega just had the bag and they wrote the right contract so that Sega can't just say, screw you guys. Or it could just be some interesting type of deal where they're just bringing this game over and that's it. Who the hell knows? But yeah, Demon Slayer, October 15th, absolutely picking that up. I hope they announce like a really cool collector's edition because I will be getting that as well. Give me a big Demon Slayer statue or some shit. I'm all here for it. Next up, an interesting story regarding Demon Slayer yet again. According to this, it says Universal Studios Japan will open a Kimetsu no Yaiba attraction completely reproducing the world of the series. The attraction will be open from September 17th through February 13th and oh my god, that would be freaking awesome. A Demon Slayer Universal Studios attraction, like I don't even know how the heck they would do it, but like that'd be insane. Like imagine like a haunted house where like the demons pop out and shit like that. Like there's so many cool things they could do with that. Again, this is just a testament to how very quickly at that Demon Slayer has exploded like in the last couple years since the anime's premiered it went from like 
And, you know, it does okay-ish in Shonen Jump sales to getting a Universal Studios attraction. Need I say more? Like, shout-outs to Demon Sayer. I totally wish I could go to this. One day, right? One day the stars will align and I'll be able to go and catch the Jujutsu Kaisen movie in Japan and the Demon Slayer Universal Studio. Like, one day. <laughs> Moving forward, a small story regarding Magu-chan, a manga in Shonen Jump that has recently been around for a bit now. In Magu-chan's first popularity poll, participants will be able to vote via postcards and online sending one vote per day also an official twitter account will be created for the series so it seems as though magu-chan will be around for a little bit it's starting to look like some of the ones from this generation that are sticking around is of course martial magic and muscles undead unlock magu-chan ayakashi triangle and i'm hoping sakamoto days because sakamoto days i'm not caught up but i've been enjoying sakamoto days from what i've read so far and i've heard nothing but great things about it i hope sakamoto days doesn't get the axe like how they did phantom seer because that would be a travesty but yeah looks like magu-chan's getting his first popularity poll and that might mean it's going to stick around for a little bit they usually do that when they know okay this title is successful enough we're going to start giving it more of a push next up small update for the my hero academia manga according to this it says my hero academia will be on break next week in weekly shonen jump issue number 31 the series will resume as usual in issue number 32 and the my hero academia manga especially the last chapter or so has been insane so absolutely horikoshi get your break in come back with charge it looks like something that you know we've talked about this before but it feels like it's almost an unofficial thing now that they've made a staple and shown a jump of like everybody gets a regular break now and i don't think this is just even due to the pandemic and stuff like that i think this is legit something that they're like our manga cut are killing themselves literally they're dying let's do something even though it's weekly shonen jump and we don't want to put the image out there that like we're falling apart and shit like that we'll do it behind the scenes but considering there's constantly a break for all these artists which i'm all for and i you know support it a thousand percent they might have behind the scenes made agreements with everybody like every you know four to five chapters you got a break you got a break you got a break everybody gets a break not only oda and i really rock with that that's great i mean it's become more like official and like shonen jump plus like for example kaiju number eight has been taking more breaks and stuff like that but yeah, I rock with this. And shout out to Horikoshi. Get your break. Everybody in Shonen Jump, keep on. Shonen Jump, you've made some great strides and at least giving a little bit more time and relief to these artists. And I like to see it. Next up. Kaiju number eight will be getting even less chapters a month since we're on the topic of, you know, breaks and stuff like that. According to this, Kaiju number eight by Naoya Masumoto will be changing its schedule and become a bi-weekly series. One chapter every two weeks in Shonen Jump Plus app in order to readjust the schedule of the series. So before it was basically like three weeks you get a chapter and then the fourth week of the month you don't. Now it'll be every other week a chapter, which I'm not the happiest about that, but if it allows the author to continue and get it the rest that they need and all of that jazz then by all means do it up again like i understand that it can be a little bit like god damn you know, I, I, we started off this shit as a weekly manga then we went to we missing one week now we're missing you know what i'm saying bi-weekly but it's understandable like again every time you hear like kentaro miura creator of berserk this is a man that he's taken break after break after break and people ridiculed him for it but he needed it for his health and he ultimately passed away due to him constantly slaving over creating manga 
I don't want that to happen to any other artist. So even though, you know, it might suck a little bit like, man, you know, I want my Kaiju number eight. They need these breaks. You know, they need the rest. So, yep, moving forward, Kaiju number eight will be a bi-weekly manga. Okay, people. So next up, it was a few days ago now as of the recording of this video that Vic Mignogna, the former voice of Broly and Edward Elric in Full Metal Alchemist, recently was on a live stream and um, he said a few different things that was actually rather sad. Now, in case you don't know, it was about two years ago now at this particular point that uh, Vic Mignogna was fired from Funimation with sexual harassment allegations, a big lawsuit going on. I think it's still going on. There's like appeals and things like that happening. So, you know, it's been a wild ride. Very, very sad situation all around the board. Well, recently in a live stream, Vic Mignogna said a couple of different things that it was kind of sad to hear. I mean, for starters, one of the things he said is that when they were in court and one of the final offers that he had given Funimation prior to, I believe, these appeals was, hey, can you just take the tweet down where y'all was saying that like, y'all you know fired me and all this stuff like can I just take that tweet down and promise not to mess with me while I work anymore again this is all allegedly I don't know anything I was not there or whatnot but this is what Vic Mignogna had to say and um it's really sad to hear again it's a really shitty situation Vic Mignogna has been out of work for quite some time you know he's not getting hired anymore and um it's just been a shit show all around and he said a few other things about a couple of voice actors that again I don't personally want to get into but uh if you want to check it out I will link the live stream in the description below so you could go see some of what he had to say it was really really sad but especially when I heard that one of his last offers to Funimation was can you just take that tweet down so you know I could continue on and reclaim some sort of livelihood that was really really sad and it sucks and um yeah just wanted to give you guys an update i think the fight is still going if i'm not mistaken regarding appealing what the decision initially was against vic mignana but as it stands right now it looks like vic is in a better place at the very least he doesn't sound like he's down bad like he of course was during you know the initial stages of everything coming out against him and it was kind of crazy that even throughout all of this vic was still saying like yo if we could put everything aside and like move forward from this i'd be willing to do so that's very honorable to say the least and um yeah really really sad stuff though okay people moving forward this is absolutely insane and yo i'm not even gonna lie shonen jump getting a reality show i believe it's shonen jump plus there's a reality show that they are filming and putting out and let's just freaking read shonen jump plus gets reality show to find next star manga creator shueisha shonen jump plus manga website unveiled million tag a new battle audition show for discovering the next star manga creator on friday the eight episode program will debut on the official youtube channel for shueisha's weekly shonen jump magazine next friday july 2nd at 6 p.m aka 5 a.m eastern standard time the program will follow six teams each with a prospective manga creator and a shueisha manga editor as they compete in four challenges one of the teams has a manga writer and a manga artist instead of one creator the winning manga creator will receive a prize of five million yen which is forty five thousand dollars the opportunity to serialize their manga on shonen jump plus a compiled book volume of that manga and an anime adaptation of the manga the program's mcs are the comedian trio yosentoshin and voice actress Ayane Sakura. The guest judges in the final challenge include Chainsaw Man creator Tatsuki Fujimoto and Hell's Paradise Jigoku Raku creator Yuji Kaku. And I ain't gonna lie, please, somebody out there, subtitle this shit. I need to see it. I haven't been into reality shows in a really, really long time, but I would watch this one, okay? Shonen Jump 
plus people competing to be mangakas now i'm not expecting like some crazy you know salacious wild shit i ain't expecting love and hip-hop now although that would be priceless like yo son you got my pen over there nah that's my calligraphy pen stop playing <laughs> oh shit i hit my microphone so definitely gonna be on the lookout for that one and then alongside it i'm not sure if this is going to take place in the same thing because it seems like they're categorizing it together but again i'm not 100 percent sure it says shonen jumps million tag manga award and there was a new pv and the show starts on july 2nd so i want to say this whole million award thing is connected to this reality show but don't quote me on that moving forward let's get into all the sales including oricon as well as the top 50 because for starters with the top 50 from 50 to 41 once again par for the course with a crap ton of tokyo revengers in there dr stone still holding on with uh, a total of what 201,000 on its latest volume then 40 to 31 again a crap ton of tokyo revengers not much has changed for the most part between and then 30 to 21 just Holy cow, Tokyo Revengers is definitely going to be up there. Uh, the Shingeki no Kyojin Special Edition of Volume 34, um, 107,000, which is still pretty awesome. 20 to 11, while there's a bunch of Tokyo Revengers, there's a few other ones in here for starters. Epo 131 with 43,000 in its first, I want to say, what is it, four days if I'm not mistaken? So 43,000 for the latest Epo, and they're doing like the big digital event that we talked about in the last episode of Forever News. And then the creator of Seven Deadly Sins, the spinoff to Seven Deadly Sins, the sequel spinoff, four nights of the apocalypse volume two in its first four days 51,000 which is pretty crazy that the four nights of the apocalypse but i guess because it's a continuation of seven deadly sins yeah it's going to do decent because it's doing 51,000 which is a lot better than what the eden zero manga is doing right now but again it's not the fairest comparison because four nights of the apocalypse is in the same universe as seven deadly sins in fact it's kind of like from my understanding a boruto type of series to the seven deadly sins i'm not 100 percent sure so a lot of people followed over and if you execute that idea right people are gonna rock with it so yeah 51,000 and then the top 10 from number 10 uh major the latest volume of major i believe that's a baseball series kaiju number eight yet again almost 600,000 fire forces latest volume 73 not bad at all very respectable uh spy x family 83,000. holy cow golden kamui oh man golden kamui still going i really like that first season of the anime that was really freaking enjoyable 91,000. coming in at number four very interesting because while the west has absolutely condemned the record of ragnarok anime which i believe that shumatsu no valkyrie is record of ragnarok that shit in its first week its latest volume did 95,000. now i don't know how the sales are normally for this series but 95,000 on his latest volume it couldn't have hurt much right like that's crazy shout outs to record of Ragnarok's manga I'm definitely going to be getting into it very soon um then the top three and this is one of the things that Oricon was pointing out because coming in at number three this time is One Piece now granted it was bested by Attack on Titan on its second week on its final volume so that's completely understandable with One Piece doing 104,000 this week at 1.5 million total and Attack on Titan with its final volume did 114,000 in its essential second week to almost it's 933,000 so by next week it'll be at a million and then coming in at number one absolutely crazy outdoing Attack on Titan and this is on its fourth week and Attack on Titan was on its second week with 128,000 totaling 1.64 million copies Jujutsu Kaisen's latest volume and it's bananas because apparently it is outpacing its last volume already like Jujutsu Kaisen's latest volume is outselling its last volume that was a major mega hit 
Shout out to Jujutsu Kaisen fam. Like, you're tangoing with the biggest dogs. Attack on Titan in One Piece, and you're outpacing them. Props, props, props. And also, just a quick nod as well in those sales I wanted to bring up because they weren't ranked. But according to this, it says, Ayakashi Triangle has sold 6,700 with its latest week of its latest volume, bringing it to 61,000. Witch Watch at 28,000. Sakamoto Days at 24,000 now. And Magu-chan Build King hs family and Kowloon have not ranked wow that's really really low which is interesting because magu chan they just announced we talked about earlier in this video the popularity poll but magu chan ain't doing great that's kind of weird um shout out to sakamoto days though i hope that sticks around i mean it's only four thousand less than witch watch right so hopefully fingers crossed next up really really interesting update on the recently last couple months canceled manga from shonen jump phantom seer now a lot of people to this day are still wondering why phantom seer was canceled considering it started to develop a really decent sized fan base it was actually doing very well and according to this it says phantom seer has reached now 250,000 copies in circulation with volumes one through four which that that's pretty good uh, that's pretty good especially considering it got canceled now according to this it says the series will be releasing a new special chapter titled phantom seer yoi no kodoku on july 2nd in the shonen jump plus app that makes me wonder that really gets me curious of wait a minute why would you put out another uh, on a canceled series they don't do that like they don't do follow-ups or anything like that it could be that they're testing the waters right on series that get canceled that have a cult fan base and they're probably thinking well it didn't make it in the weekly magazine but what about if we put it on the app will that drive that fan base over there so it could very well be that they're testing the waters for phantom seer to see like well maybe we'll bring it back or something because to this day i'm not convinced that it was canceled solely because of like oh it wasn't performing well because it was doing pretty decent sales wise it could very well be a case of something outside of maybe one of the creators of it was having issues. I've heard some rumors that I'm not going to substantiate, but I, I've heard them. They're just rumors that possibly there was some conflict between some of the creators of Phantom Seer. I'm not really sure, but this is weird. This is odd. They don't do this. Once you're canceled and shown to jump, you're out of here. Come back with a new work. We don't care about that work no more. So for them to be doing this and continuing to announce, oh, now it's a quarter of a million sales on the first four volumes of a canceled series. Something is up. And to put this number into some perspective as of may 12 2021 shortly after the release of volume 3 its previous volumes were once again reprinted volume 1 in fact was already on its sixth print receiving a total of five reprints and volume 2 was on its fourth reprint receiving three reprints so very 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 interesting of why is it continuing like it got to be something outside of success why this got canceled maybe some issues with the authors or you know the creators behind it or something else and who knows Maybe they might be bringing it back. Maybe they're going to put it in Shonen Jump Plus if this one shot or this, you know, special chapter does well. Again, I know a lot of people are really, really wanting Phantom Seer to come back and they were really loving it. So it could very well be possible. This could be a rare occasion and maybe them testing the waters of... Well, what about if we cancel a series and people really love it? Maybe we could bring it back somewhere else. Okay, next up, we got three pieces of Black Clover news. And I'm very, very happy because we haven't had no Black Clover news for a while now. So, yeah, let's get into it. For starters, this is Humongous Alone. According to this, the Black Clover anime is apparently the number one most watched anime series on Crunchyroll. And as of 2021, Crunchyroll has over 100 million registered users worldwide with 4 million 
pain. That is insane for the series that people say, uh, nobody cares about Black Clover. It's not popular. It still makes me wonder why they canceled the anime when it was finally starting to see a level of mainstream success at the very least on the anime side of things, especially over here in the West. But to be the number one most watched worldwide, I don't know. This to me screams that even if the movie doesn't sell like ridiculous, if the movie does okay, I could still see them bringing it back. Like if it is this popular on the digital space, why wouldn't they? You know what I'm saying? So fingers crossed on that but oh my god if this is accurate because i believe it initially came from like a spanish-speaking uh source and whatnot and we don't know how much connect they have to Crunchyroll itself but regardless this is huge if this is true and yo black clover greatness and another black clover news the recent volume 29 the cover for it was released and my god it looks really really good i believe this is covering the contents of the end of the anime stuff as well as the chapter's following the anime so i could see this one being a big seller if a lot of people that were anime only are like shit i gotta get into the manga because you see on the cover it has characters that again we're at the very end the tail end of the anime and then stuff that comes after that so i'm going to keep my eye out to see well what does this sell if this is going to be after the anime a lot of anime onlys might be picking this up i'm hoping we'll see i'm hoping for a hundred thousand plus sales on this volume i think it could be done i think it very well could be done especially if black clover is the number one most watched anime on crunchyroll with 100 million users worldwide it could be done 100k come on that, that that's light work 100k first week let's do it volume 29 and again this cover just looks absolutely sick the demons like I'm trying to be spoiler free for people that don't know but yeah and then also something really really dope like I mentioned earlier regarding the director of Black Clover because according to this it says Black Clover and To Your Eternity cast and staff head to Virtual Crunchyroll Expo 2021 Virtual Crunchyroll Expo 2021 is coming to an internet near you from August 5th to 7th and a new set of guests have been revealed for the free streaming event the latest batch is a big one with a handful of special guests from the cast and staff of Black Clover and To Your Eternity two series that I rock with uh, for for starters, we got Gakuto Kajiwara, known as the voice of Asta in Black Clover, as well as Shinra Kusakabe in Fire Force, and a few other series. He's in Rent the Girlfriend, The Rising of the Shield Hero. Oh my god, this dude is in a lot of shit. So he'll be present at the Crunchyroll Expo. I wish this was in person. Oh my god, it'd be so lit if it was in person. And then also, a director from Black Clover, Ayataka Tanamura, one of the directors of Black Clover, whose credits also include Naruto Shippuden and Twin Star Exorcist, will also be present i am very very hyped for that like so we possibly could ask some questions get some questions answered um this is going to be fire and then just to throw it in there the voice of fushi and to your eternity reiji kawashima will be there as well again i really rock with to your eternity i made a video in case you missed it link in the description below so you can check it out really really awesome series so yeah a lot of really really dope black clover stuff and um i'm going to probably at the very least check out that panel in the Crunchyroll expo i want to see what the voice of asta and the director of one of the directors of Black Clover got to say. And then lastly, to end this on a funny note, Me and Roboco Volume 4 cover is revealed and it is a hilarious parody of Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 4 with Gojo from the cover. It has the maid character, I guess, doing the same type of pose and everything. And it looks really bizarre because there's like a white slime, which is straight up from the Jujutsu Kaisen cover, but then they're reaching for some napkins. And I get it, it's a maid, so it's not supposed to be that way, but it does look absolutely hilarious. And Me and Roboco seems like it's trying to pick up the torch of what Gintama did, the parodies, and it's taking it a step further to go straight into volume covers, which I don't know if Gintama ever did straight up parodies of volume covers, but shout-outs to me and Roboco taking it to that 
level. And yeah, people, those are the stories we have for today. Curious what you guys think. The Deadpool manga coming to an end. Demon Slayer Hinokami Chronicles English release dates. The Universal Studios Demon Slayer event. Oh my god, I wish I could go. Uh, the Maguchan popularity poll. My Hero Academia manga update with the break. Kaiju number 8 changing its schedule going bi-weekly. The voice of Broly, former voice of Broly, Vic Mignogna, and some of the things he had to say recently. Uh, the Shonen Jump reality show. I'm going to watch the living crap out of it. Somebody subtitle it, please. Uh, as well as the Shonen Jump Million Tag Manga Award that goes with it. Um, the top 50 sales, Jujutsu Kaisen outdoing the latest Attack on Titan final volume, as well as One Piece, Bananas, Phantom Seer, the new chapter, and what's going on there. The three pieces of Black Clover news from being the number one anime on Crunchyroll to the new volume cover, and then the director of Black Clover, as well as the voice of Asta hitting this Crunchyroll Expo. I need to watch that shit. And the me and Roboco cover parody of Jujutsu Kaisen. Bananas. Any thoughts on any of the stories we covered in today's episode? But that's all I have for this one. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed. If you liked anything I had to say or enjoyed the video, drop me a like. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want more from me, make sure to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Hit that bell to get all notifications. And if you want to follow any of my other social media, links are in the description below. I'm from the world. And as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga for life, boy. Have an awesome day. Peace in, and you guys just watched another episode of Whatever News! Have an awesome day.